What a different a morning makes. 24 little hours. Say a prayer and meditate. Then take a hot shower. Now go in the kitchen, get your favorite cup. Make the coffee and fill her up. Don't forget to kiss and hug the pup. Good morning. Have a great day. Hey, y'all. Happy New Year. It is 2022. Today I am recording it as Martin Luther King Jr. birthday. And she's back. Happy New Year and welcome to this episode number 36 of the Sister Love Untethered and Under the Radar podcast with your host, Sonia Songbi, your sister love. So tell me, how you living? I hope you're living good. I am happy to be into a whole new era, a new year. My pH factors, peace, plus health times happiness are simply peace and health and happiness squared. Hello. I hope your pH levels are at a five. Why? Because I woke up feeling amazing this morning. Amazingly me. Well, happy, happy new year. And, you know, we got to let go of the past year and know that we walk into a whole new era. And letting go, what does that mean? It means letting go, leaving it behind. Bye-bye, right? So <laughs> it means shedding that old skin and that old baggage. It don't even mean keeping it and keeping it in the closet. I'm talking about letting it go. Bye-bye. <laughs> so, <clears throat> so I'm so glad to, to have you join me. Even if you didn't know I was coming back, I'm back. And just be sure, rest assured, that Sister Love, Song B, is going to be back. Yes, the Slur cast is here. Slur, if you don't know, stands for Sister Love, Untethered, and Under the Radar. Thought you knew. But listen, glad that you are joining me today. And what I'd like you to do is take a moment and make sure that you hit the subscribe button on the website. If you're listening by way of of um, Apple or Google, you know, make sure that you leave a five star because it counts. And that helps me to hang around. But also hit subscribe. Hit the subscribe button, follow, and be sure if you're a Facebooker, a meta follower, <laughs> because you know Facebook changed their name, um, make sure that you go to the Sister Love Untethered and Under the Radar uh, Facebook page. And it's actually Sisters Extraordinaire. Remember that, Sisters Extraordinaire. Okay, y'all, so let's rock and roll. Get this thing rocking. So let's talk about, here we are, a whole new year. If you listen to Sister Love Untethered Under the Radar last year, I think it was probably um, actually late 2020, not uh, 2021, but maybe the end of 2020, December, going into January 
2021, I always talk about uh, letting go and transitioning and what it means at the end of the year to be reflective. But now it's, we're on the other side. It's the morning side. We turn that page. And that means going into a new horizon, a new day. And it's really up to us to really take on that attitude that, hey, it is time to refresh, reboot, and restart. Hello? Refresh, reboot, restart. And that is what we're talking about today. That's what I'm talking about. You know, when you reflect on the previous year, always look at it, well, you know, let me look at my checklist. You know, everybody starts out with the resolutions. And if you listen to previous podcasts, I'm not one who's real strong on resolutions. I think that if you're going to start anything, you need to give yourself a head start. At least I know me when it comes to behavior, habits, or changing something. That's why I always start at the end of the year. But if you're in a place at the beginning of the year and you want to think about, well, did I achieve? I go down my checklist and did I accomplish what I set out to accomplish at the beginning of 2021? Well, I don't advocate always looking back. However, unless and nonetheless, unless you're looking at gauging yourself and measuring, the only reason to look back and to be re- is to be reflective, number one, and to measure where you've, where you've been, what your intent was, and look at your progress now. Now, if you're in some place of frustration and, you know, we've all got things to deal with, to look at, and to make adjustments, I'm the first one to raise my hand, not pointing fingers at anyone but me. That's a lesson for all of us. When we start looking at folks, complaining, pointing fingers, you point a finger, what they say, three of them are pointing, up at you, pointing back at you. So what's the weight of that? If you're talking about somebody else, what you say for someone else goes for you times three. But if you're in a place and one of those people and you're looking and reflecting about, okay, where have I been? Have I accomplished anything? Did I do anything that I want to do, that I wanted to do? And you look back, you have to ask yourself, well, but why didn't you? And typically you have no one to blame but yourself. Well, okay, let's look at that. Let's talk about distractions. COVID was a real big distraction from 2019 to 2021. But things get in the way, and that's all distractions are, right? It's just an excuse to say, hey, things get in the way. What are some of those things? Other people, number one. Other people always get in the way. It might be your family. It might be your spouse, your significant other. It might be friends. It might be the people that you live with, your family, roommates, uh, the, 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 the person you're sleeping, that's sleeping next to you. Uh, it might be the next door neighbor, the man across the hall or the man down the street, the man next door working on cars, always getting on my nerves. Other people, the man at the store, the boss, the manager, this woman on my job, okay? 
the security men whenever I uh, leave the office. It's always other people. That's probably number one distraction. Number two, money. Or we could say the lack of. Money is probably, if not number one, but certainly number two, big distraction. Big distraction, right? (laughs) Don't have enough. Can't pay the bills. Look how much they increase my rent, my HOA. <laughs> Look how much it costs to, to purchase a car now. Gas, food, health care, utilities, electricity. I know in California, Northern California is PG&E. Southern California is uh, uh, SoCal Ed. Money. Don't make enough of my job. The city keeps going up on everything. Parking, everything, you name it. Taxes. They want more for property taxes, more for this, more for that. Everybody in the man is in my pocket. Big distraction. Uh, How about number three? Crises. Crises, meaning that distraction that you did not plan on happening. Did anything like that happen last year? (laughs) All of a sudden? For some people, it's suddenly being without a job, which then you have a domino effect about distractions. It's like, I'd be darned. Just as soon as I start something, here comes something else. But crises, and it may not even be your crises. It might be other people's crises. There goes that other people again. Number four, duties. Duties, things that have to be done, not things that you want to get done. We're talking about the wants might be the things that are on your checklist of getting accomplished. They're not necessarily the need to be done or have to be done. But the things that, you know, have to be done constantly, every day, month, week, whatever it is, duties that get in the way, you know, duties and the necessities that you can't live by, you have to, you need to live by. So that could be everything from, oh, I got to go to the store. Guess what? I have to wash my clothes. Guess what? I have to wash my car. Guess what? I have to vacuum. Or, you know what? I've got to clean the floor. Oh, today, I got to clean the stove. I got to clean out the refrigerator. You know? (laughs) I gotta, gotta, gotta. And for some people, that duty means going to a physical place like the post office. I got to go to the bank. I got to go sort out this with uh, the utility company. I got to go to the insurance company. I got to do this. Even if it's not physical that you have to go, but you got to make that call. Now, and what does that mean? It means that it's going to take a big slice of time 
out your day <laughs> to make that call, to sit on that, sit on hold. And now we know customer service is worse than it was pre-COVID. So you may be sitting on hold for a while or they'll tell you what, leave a name and a number if you want to call back. Automation. And if you have a lot of those things or duties or things that that you have to get done that rely on you making a call and communicating with an individual, well, good luck, because those things can pile up. And when they pile up and you have to get them done and the deadline comes, guess what happens? Those kind of distractions, all distractions lead to a road of frustration. Number five, distraction, job. A job gets in the way. Well, you know, I want to write that book. I want to go travel. I need to go to the gym more often. I need to do this. I need to do that. But I work long hours. I work overtime. I'm so tired when I get off of work. I have no brain space left. I have... I have no capacity anymore in my wheelhouse. I'm losing my motivation. I'm exhausted. My eyes are burnt out. I cannot talk to one more person because I talk to people all day long. Or I don't want to open my uh, computer or laptop because I stare at computers and laptops and a screen all day long. A job gets in the way. There's your distraction. Number six, the environment. Meaning? Your domicile, your surroundings, your dwellings. It could be physical and it could be just environmental, meaning the people, the physicalities within that environment or the persons and personalities and behaviors in that environment get in the way. Okay? <laughs> uh, could be noise. Pollution, distraction, bad feng shui, just the environment. A seventh distraction, how about myself? Myself, you. That means with, with ourselves, we're talking about our health, an illness, a pain as a distraction, worry, tiredness, Lack of motivation, lack of confidence, mental blocks, anger, frustration, disappointment, dwelling, overthinking, not letting go. When you look back on last year, what were your distractions? Meaning, the question is, what distractions that you can point out or you give credit to for getting in your way. Were you able to move on past those distractions? Are those distractions still with you now? Were those distractions the reason that you could not get something accomplished? This is what we're talking about today. I am Hella. And why in January after being on hiatus coming back? Because it's irrelevant. Because I'm not trying to make you woke. 
You just need to be awakening all the time. Woke is not appropriate. It's overreaching and overused. How about being in a state of awakening? If we can be in a state of awakening, we can start talking about dealing with distractions and getting rid of them as we live and breathe and are aware what's around us right here and the right now. And that's really what happens and what we're talking about. Can we eliminate the distractions? Yes, but not always. Forces and influence of macro environments are demographic, economic, political, ecological, social, cultural, technological, within the uh, restraints of nationality. Our thoughts and expectations are formed and shaped based on other influences, and these influences can be to our detriment. All of those things. While most of us cannot change our environment, those things we often cannot. So how do we even look at this distraction thing so that we can win? Well, there's internal distractions versus external distractions. Can those be changed? Yes, and not always. You may not change the things around you, but you can change how you see them. Internal distractions. That's why, yes, and not always. You may not be able to change the things around you, but you can change how you see them. You can change how you deal with them. You can change how you choose to engage or disengage. And we can do that. We can. There's a lot of things I turn on TV and watch the news. And you watch the news today, and not even today, but in the last six years, even prior to that, it has been just one hell of a ride. A little, we're on a little smoother ride as far as the information that's bombarding us to make us crazy. Although it was just a year ago when, you know, uh, the news around Washington, D.C. and how it impacted the rest of this country was one big distraction. And we're trying to move on from that. <laughs> and let the law and the authorities deal with those things because that's their role. That's their job to protect the Constitution. And I I have to hope and believe they will do what they need to do. But the rest of us as Americans, we don't need those kind of distractions. So today what we have are more macro environments of distractions that are affecting us Namely, economic, political, social, cultural, uh, ecological, and technologically. Big distraction. But again, I repeat, you may not be able to change the things around you, but you can change how you see them. 
Now, if you're an activist and you know that you have a motivation and inspiration and a purpose, then your purpose is to take some form of action. Don't be a big opinionated person with a big mouth who complains about everything because everything's a distraction, but you don't do anything about it. That's losing. And you know what? Frankly, people don't like a loser, don't want to listen to you. (laughs) They want to hear something and from someone that's doing something that's making a difference in the change. So speaking and complaining about everything that's wrong is a big distraction because you can never make nothing right unless you take control over yourself or over the situation. So if you, if you want to see different outcome, then you got to do something different <laughs> to make a change, right? So, yes, we can change our attitudes, and yes, we can change our behavior, which means we can impact and minimize distractions. How long does it take to change behavior? Well, you know, uh, some researchers and scientists will tell you uh, you need 21 days, some say 30, and some say three months. Depends on who you're looking at or who you're listening to, but it really depends on the individual. So that is very subjective because there's other conditions that may impact the ability to change behavior. We're talking about eliminating distractions. So some of the behavioral distractions, we're talking about addiction and substance abuse. So behavioral addiction versus being, you know, addicted to uh, watching television. I got to watch my show, such and such, and I'm addicted to this. I'm addicted to that show. I'm addicted to the news, good and bad. I'm addicted. I'm addicted. I got to do this. I can't go to bed without the TV on. Internet, social media, uh, online gaming, or gambling even. Versus an addiction of an abuse of things such as, uh, well, there's there's abusive addiction, addictive behavior such as substances, alcohol, obituates, drugs, food, gambling. So the ASAM American Society of Addict, Addiction Medicine defines addiction as a treatable chronic medical disease involving complex interactions among brain circuits, uh, amongst, among brain cir- circuits, genetics, the environment, and an individual's life experiences. So addiction or being addicted is engaging in repetitive and compulsive behavior and continuing to do so, an individual will do it despite harming themselves or harmful consequences. 
So there's behavioral addiction and there's substance addiction. Either way. These are pretty serious distractions. These aren't just just distractions because if your distraction is something that we identify that gets in our personal way. But if it's something that reflects on us, if it's if I'm the distraction and I'm in practicing or engaged in the behavior that's creating my own distraction, then that means coming to terms to the reality that now it's time for some professor professional help. That is if you want to change it. And that is if you want to stop complaining about everything else that's wrong in the world or that's getting in your way, that's keeping you from sleeping at night, that's keeping you from getting up in the morning, that's keeping you from making money, that's keeping you from exercising, that's keeping you from doing anything that you know that is right to do for yourself or your household. Eliminating distractions. When we are our biggest distraction, we got to see what's the issue, what's the problem. And if the problem usually relies, lies with us, then we've got to take the approach of how we want to minimize, minimalize distraction or minimize them both. <laughs> minimalize and minimize. But uh, we want to reduce the distraction and we want to at least change our mental state, which may not necessarily impact the surroundings, but ultimately it will, even in subtle ways. We're referring to, and what I'm referring to is changing and impacting our state of mind that will help us to shift our whole outlook and deal with distractions in a much more powerful way. It can be a game changer. What we're talking about, these distractions and dealing with it mentally, it becomes a mind game. And, and a mind game requires engaging in daily work on that mission and that vision change. What time better than now? A new year, y'all. Because it's 2022, a new year is an opportunity to hit the reset button. Okay, reset, renew, rebound, and restart, baby. And the best thing to do is put closure on that past and stop blaming everything else and complaining about what's getting in your way, preventing you from achieving your goals. Guess what? If you're worried about the distractions that bother you in 2021, you're going to have a whole new set of new ones from 2022. You ready for them? Because they're coming. That's right. <laughs> and that's my word for today. I want to take a moment and talk about a she-ro. 
Our shero for today is author Bell Hooks. Bell Hooks, with lowercase lettering, was born as Gloria Jean Watkins on September 25, 1952, in Hopkinville, Kentucky. She renamed herself after her maternal great-great-grandmother, who was known for her sharp wit and snappy tongue. Bell Hooks was a feminist, professor, social activist, and political critic whose books and lectures explored the intersectionality of sexism, race, class, oppression, and gender. Author of more than 34 books and essays, Ain't I a Woman? Black Women and Feminism was her first major work that she began writing at the age of 19 as an undergrad and was published 10 years later in 1981. Ain't I a Woman has been recognized as one of the most influential women's books. Hooks taught and lectured at several universities, including University of California at Santa Cruz, San Francisco State University, and Yale. Her early influences included James Baldwin and Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Bell Hooks, She Rise, She Rose, A Sister Love, She Row. Okay, it is time for the H-Cube. That is a little something on humor, health, and happiness. Okay, so what we have today. All rise, all rise, all rise, because here come the judge, and his name ain't Pig Meat Martin or Judge Mathis. He does not have a Juris Doctorate, but he is degreed in street savvy. And next to Nick Cannon, he is the hardest working man in show business. <laughs> and I tell you, he doesn't even need to have a gavel <laughs> necessarily to make a ruling. And who is this? He is the king of comedy, also known as the king of comedy, Mr. Steve Harvey. Yes, that's right. Steve Harvey is now Judge Harvey, and he's got a show. <laughs> and one thing he's doing, he's making <laughs> going to court something that you could laugh at. I still wouldn't want it to be me. Well, go ahead, Mr. Harvey. Go ahead and clock your coins. And that he's doing. And a little bit in health. Did you hear the story in Los Angeles that thieves and lo looters have ravaged cargo trains in Los Angeles at Grand uh, Station, leaving a mile of empty, almost a mile of empty boxes? And we're talking about hundreds of thousands of packages that have been ripped off, torn into, and just littered all along the train tracks. This has been going on for, they said, 11 months. And guess what? <laughs> they were able to take a picture of a, a open box, but the packages themselves weren't open, but open box of COVID-19 test. That's right. Boxes, several, we're talking about hundreds at least hundreds of several hundreds of tests, if not thousands, that were left there now, not good for anybody, and they have to be just gone thrown away. <laughs> so what a waste. 
uh, on the other side of health, <laughs> social and economic status doesn't always give you a pass. Hello. <laughs> Tennis star Djokovic. He's unvaccinated. He was able to receive a special medical exemption, unlike you or me, who would like to travel to a country and we've been unvaccinated by the way I am, even got my booster. But because he's received special privilege, he was able to get a special medical exemption to travel to Melbourne so that he could defend his Australian Open title. Well, BS, cried the majority of Australian citizens who said they can't even go to an outback without being vaccinated and, 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 and at least proving that they've been vaccinated, okay, with the card. So Djokovic's visa through a special court in hearing was denied and really because of the backlash from the, the citizens of Australia that said, oh, no special privilege here for him just because he's number one rank and seed and uh, holding the title of the Australian Open. No, he don't get to come in here and defend it. No special privileges for you. Thank you. Bye. Now, the good news is that you can now get COVID tests at home and they're going to be offered free and covered by most insurances. So that's a good thing to hear. And happiness. Happiness is just being in a new year, 2022. But I say if you're a sports fan and particularly a football fan, and if you're Dr. J, happiness is having Super Bowl tickets and heading to the SoFi Arena in Los Angeles, to be exact, beautiful Inglewood, California, for and to be able to participate in an upcoming, what's going to be a fabulous Super Bowl show. Oh, get ready for this. Oh, the Dr. Dre got something for you. On, okay, headlining for Super Bowl halftime show will be Dr. Dre, Eminem, Kendrick Lamar, Snoop Dogg, and Mary J. Blige. This is going to be February 13th, 2020, and is coming from the SoFi Stadium live, Inglewood, California. That's right, y'all. And it's the first time in history that there's a Super Bowl in Inglewood, California. So winning right on. And, uh, hey, that's going to be awesome. I look forward to seeing it. I know that whether you're a football fan or not, and particularly, you know, I hope whoever your team is, that they are going to be in the Super Bowl finals. You know who your teams are. I know that uh, the other day – 49ers won, and they beat, uh, I believe it was, the Cincinnati Bengals. Oh, no, Cincinnati Bengals beat Raiders, and then the 49ers um, beat, ah, oh, just like that, I forgot. 
Well, anyway, you 49er fans know who, so I know you guys are happy. So winning, anyway, whoever, whatever teams end up in a Super Bowl, I know it's going to be an awesome game. And for some reason this year, it just seems that the energy is high. COVID has people so anxious for something to get excited over. And particularly since there's always bad news dominating the airways, it's time to get lifted. And sports is one way to do it, win or lose. Just enjoy it, y'all. Enjoy the Super Bowl halftime. It's going to be awesome. So here's uh, the slur of the day from your sister love. I believe that bitterness is a root and it destroys and defiles all that's around it. And holding on to a grudge is opposite of forgiveness. So be sure to let go and start with forgiving yourself. You can handle your own distractions. Just make sure you get out of your own way. That's it for my sister love show today. Y'all keep it positive, positive. If the energy ain't high, tell them goodbye. And if they want to stay low, tell them I got to go. Keeping it P-squared, y'all. Until the next time, peace, health, and happiness. And remember to be sure to follow us, like, subscribe, share the Sister Love Untethered and Under the Radar podcast with someone you know. Add us to your feed. Take a moment. And leave a comment on Sister Extraordinaire on our Facebook page. Until the next time, keep it at P-squared, y'all.